listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. I am Faraz Sadiqi. I'm joined by Zach Rizzuto. We got some breaking news. Got some breaking news here. Dalvin Cook being released by the Vikings. Uh, Huge news. We talked about this yesterday. This was uh, something that we expected, and we kind of did a little bit of an analysis on Alexander Madison yesterday. Uh, you know, obviously, kind of, we didn't know this was going to happen so soon, but we kind of had an idea that it was going to happen. Um, yeah. As of right now, Alexander, Alexander Madison is the guy. Okay, uh, their head coach came out and said a couple days ago that Madison has taken ownership of all three downs, and he has been doing so for a few years now. He's been doing that for a while. Now, that was his head coach talking about Alexander Madison, and that's true, right? He has taken ownership of that, and he, he has shown in the past that he is capable. Now, if you follow us on Instagram, you might have seen a post that Zach created, okay, that kind of showed, you know, how Alexander Madison has done throughout his career when Dalvin Cook missed games, Okay. We start in 2022, week five, when Dalvin Cook hurt his groin halfway through the game. Alexander Madison had 23 touches in that game on only 45% of snaps or so. Mm-hmm. He went, he hit 130 all-purpose yards in that game. 16.6 PPR fantasy points. Pretty good for not scoring a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. The next game Dalvin Cook missed because of that groin. The, the Vikings got blown out in that game. forty Only 48% of snaps for Alexander Madison. Only four PPR fantasy points. Big disappointment. Uh, I know a lot of people who started him that week. I, I still remember it. It was a huge disappointment uh, that week. Yeah. But there was no other running back who got touches that week. Like, it was just Madison. I think there was only 12 total carries for the running back position that week. And Alexander Madison got 10 of them. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then we move on to the Lions, 2020 Week 17, 29.5 PPR fantasy points, okay? 145 all-purpose yards on 24 touches, okay? And this theme remains until the very end, okay? Seahawks, Week 3 of 2021, 23.1 fantasy points. Next time, Dalvin Cook misses, 26.3 fantasy points. Next time, 21.4 PPR fantasy points. And then 2021 last week against the Rams, 16 fantasy points, um, PPR and PPR. So you're looking at a situation where if Alexander Madison is given the reins, we're looking at a potential RB1 here. Now, yeah. are we going to rank him as an RB1? Probably not. Uh, are there a lot of, uh, you know, a huge range of outcomes in terms of like what could potentially happen in this backfield? Yes. Um, can they sign someone like Kareem Hunt, Zeke, Fournette, you know, to at least mess up the backfield, right? Like we don't know what yeah. the share will be or who will be the 1A in those type of situations, but you know, things could get messed up here, but it seems like they did sign him. You know, he was, he was set to be a free agent. They did re-sign him. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're in a situation where like, we got to make a decision, right? Is Madison going to be that guy? Now we talked about Dwayne McBride coming in, you know, as a rookie, I loved him, right? He was my RB six in this draft class coming in to the draft. Right. He can't be the RB6 after the draft because he was drafted in the seventh round of the actual <laughs> NFL draft. So that we knew that that wasn't going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I didn't think he was going to be drafted in the seventh round, man, to be honest with you. Like, I was that big of a fan of him. If I had to tell you right now who I think the best rusher in the Vikings backfield is as of today, I think it's Dwayne McBride. Unfortunately, he didn't participate in OTAs. He's been a little bit banged up since he was drafted. Uh, and we'll yeah. see what happens in training camp, right? As of right now, they haven't been able to really see McBride. And so I think drawing the conclusion early that he's not going to work out is a little bit, you know, hasty. At the same time, I think, uh, I think, I think the chances aren't super duper high that McBride uh, ends up playing a huge role this year, just because of the right. fact that he was a seventh round pick, despite the fact that I love the dude, you know. Yeah. Um, and I say super duper because I, I mentioned <laughs> yesterday that we went uh, to uh, Hershey Park with my kids, and there was a ride there called Super Duper Looper, and. Oh. That's still, that's still in my head. <laughs> Super duper looper. I yes. went on that a bunch of times with my kids. So You're incorporating anyway. the Hershey Park lore into the fantasy football discussion. What are your... <laughs> <laughs> so I went on my rant here. You know, I think yeah. Madison could be that dude. Um, what are your overall thoughts about this move, Dalvin Cook? We didn't even touch Dalvin Cook, you know, where he might land and all that. But what are your overall thoughts about Madison right now? With, with Madison, you know, I think that this is a guy that we talked to pretty much laid it all out there. So it might be a little bit of, you know, echo chamber right here. But I will say that I think there's a better chance that he is that RB1 that we've seen over the years than there is that Dwayne McBride comes in and has some significant role that's going to cut out of Madison's, you know, volume. I, I think that Madison's going to get the touches that he needs. We've seen he can be efficient on any number of touches. Um, I like that he's able to work in the receiving game. Those games that you listed through, it wasn't just in the ground. He can handle both the receiving game and the run game, so it's not like he's going to have somebody coming in to spell him. We talked about Tyson Chandler, not Keontae Ingram yesterday, as somebody else also with D.Y. McBride, but neither of them I don't think we have to worry about, especially not in 2023. I think they might be more of a problem down the road in 2024 for Dynasty. So Madison uh, owners in Dynasty can kind of you know be happy with where they're at right now. They don't have to worry about that competition this year. Um, but in redraft, in terms of redraft, you know, we're not going to rank him as an RB one. I think that's fair, but I think he's going to be a high RB two, probably in our rankings. I think that's where he's going to fall. And I think he can finish well above that. And right now his price, we talk about early drafting all the time on underdog, you know, I think you could take, take advantage of that before the market adjusts, because we knew this was coming. It might, his price might be even a little bit more inflated than it was a couple of weeks ago right now, but you could take advantage of that price right now before it shoots up. Um, where do you see his ADP kind of settling? I think it's going to fall right in that. RB 14, 15 range. That would be my guess. Yeah. That'd be my guess too. I, I think end of third round, early fourth round is where I think it'll end up settling, uh, you know, in July and August, assuming that, you know, no other running back gets signed there. And it, it's pretty clear through training camp that Madison is the three down guy. And, and if that's the case, I think, I think the ADP is warranted if that is the case. And we'll see what happens yeah. during camp. Um, there's a lot of football left to go, a lot of offseason activities to go. Um, but as of right now, Madison's that dude. You know, I, I don't think it's a situation where, like, you know, we're falling into a trap if we end up drafting Madison no. at this price right now. Um, I, I think it's okay. I think he he could return on value. I think the upside is worth it um, to take take those yeah. shots on Madison. I think I'm still taking shots on McBride at the end of, you know, the 18th round and on underdog and stuff like that just in case, you know what I mean? Because I do believe in the talent. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. But also with McBride, you know, we like him as a runner, and I'm a big fan of him too. But yeah. um, if something would happen to Madison, like that's an extremely cheap handcuff that could just kind of fall into work if it, Madison would get injured. I mean, him and Tyson Chandler, I think they're going to go with Dwayne McBride in that situation. 
who knows what happens from there on. If he really shows off, you know, dynasty value could be way up. That's obviously speculation at this point. I'm hoping Madison can stay healthy because I do like him as fancy running back. Obviously, we want everyone to stay healthy. But um, Dwayne McBride, you know, don't just write him off just because we said, you know, he's a seventh-round pick, whatever, and he hasn't been on the field recently. He's probably going to be on the roster come week one. If anything would happen to Madison over the course of the season, there's nothing wrong with picking up Dwayne McBride as a handcuff to him because he could fall into some immediate value. And it's, it's not a bad offense that we're talking about. You know, this is a Vikings exactly. offense. Yep, exactly. And um, I, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, like, why we're just discounting Ty Chandler. And, and it, it's really because, like, I, I personally don't think he's that good. The OC was also asked about potential increased opportunity for Ty, Ty Chandler this year and, like, if he's ready. And then the OC responds with, yeah, I guess he's ready. Uh, you know, I guess he, I guess he'll have to be ready. So, yeah. like, that's not <laughs> – like, if I was the OC and, like, that player was, like, pretty good and he was showing a lot of promise – you know, I'll say something like, yeah, you know, he's been looking forward to this opportunity for a while. He deserves it, blah, blah, blah. You know, say something. But that wasn't yeah. the ringing endorsement that I would want if I'm Ty Chandler <laughs> or, you know, or if I'm, you know, hoping that Ty Chandler does Any something. Any of his dynasty year. owners. <laughs> yeah, man, for real. Um, yeah. But, but, uh, but, okay, let's move on to Dalvin Cook, though. There are a bunch of landing spots that he could potentially ruin, right? <laughs> yep. There's a bunch of uh, fantasy spots that he could land in, and most likely he's going to ruin uh, some other fantasy back that a lot of people have been wanting to draft uh, at yeah. cost, right? Uh, Miami is a possibility. And you know, a lot of people looking at Miami like, why Why Miami? You know, it's such a crowded backfield already. But, you mm-hmm. know, if Dalvin Cook goes there, it's not going to be crowded anymore. I think if Dalvin Cook yeah. ends up in Miami, you don't worry about Raheem Mostert. You don't worry about Jeff Wilson. It's Dalvin Cook and Devon Adrian. I think that's what it's going to end up being uh, if mm-hmm. Cook goes there. Uh, so it's not crowded anymore, right? They still have four good backs. But, Dalvin Cook goes there. He's going to be that dude. And I think Dalvin Cook still has a little bit left in the tank. Um, I yep. think he's still better than Zeke. He still has some breakaway ability. Uh, mm-hmm. But we've seen some <laughs> decline from him over the last couple seasons. So, yeah. uh, you know, don't, don't expect Dalvin Cook that you had a couple years ago. But, you know, I think I think a solid RB2 is in the cards for Dalvin Cook, especially if he goes to an offense that will feed him a little bit in the receiving game. Right. I, I don't think his value is going to really change from where it was. Obviously, we said he's slowing down a little bit. I think if he goes to Miami, that would be the least destructive landing spot I think that he could land you know, in terms of who else is going to be impacted by this because it's pretty wide open down in Miami who's going to be starting in the backfield. So I think if you're just a fancy football fan, he would actually land on the map as somebody that you can maybe get away with targeting. You know, as like your it's RB2. Funny. Yeah, it's funny because like that landing spot would actually provide clarity in that backfield. Exactly. That would help a ton because right now my hands are off Miami's backfield. I don't want anything to do with it. There's just too many guys. Right. And with the way that I expect Tua to play, all those receiving weapons, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, I think they're going to be just fine. The offense is going to be good. I'm not sure how much they're going to lean on that run game. So if Dalvin Cook would go there, you know, that might be, like you said, the move that we need to kind of understand how things are going to work. That might put Miami's backfield back on the map. If, if you ask me other places we talked about, obviously we don't want him going to Dallas. Like the jets were apparently looking at him. We don't want that. Although that might be realistic depending on if the jets want to go all in, you know, this season, just do best available, just get as many st- playmakers as they can around Rogers. That might work. I wouldn't like, how much are we projecting for Brees Hall? If he would go to the jets, you know, do you think like, I think that might not be horrific, even though at first, it might seem bad. Dalvin Cook wouldn't be someone that's going to be there long term. Like, obviously, Brees Hall is a guy long term. 
I think from a football perspective, it actually makes a lot of sense for Brees Hall to to go to New York and for the Jets to want. I'm sorry, for Dalvin Cook to go to New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that would make a lot of sense because if I'm the Jets, I don't want to mess up my young stud. You know, Brees Hall coming off the ACL. You know, don't put too much on him. You know, his right. first year back, bringing Dalvin Cook. That would be a, a absolutely ridiculous one-two punch right there, right with Brees right. Hall and Dalvin Cook. You can limit Brees Hall's touches. And you're obviously going for a championship, bringing in Aaron Rodgers. So that would make a lot of sense for me personally. Um, you know, there are other holes that the Jets could fill, but I think Dalvin Cook would add a little bit uh, of extra spice onto that offense. Um, mm-hmm. An offense that, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he would love to have someone like Dalvin Cook uh, there right right now, right? So I think it makes sense. I, from a fantasy standpoint, it would suck. You know, and, you know, I haven't been targeting Brees Hall at all especially at his price because of the fact that he's coming off the ACL. Um, So because of that, you know, I think this could make a little bit of sense. You're talking about that, how we're not, we're already not really targeting Brees Hall at this point because of his injury. So would that, like, I don't think that would be as disastrous as many people think. Like I said, Dalvin Cook goes for me, for me, for me, it wouldn't, you know, (laughs) no, no, no. As a Jets fan, but even for fantasy football, what I'm saying is, you know, Brees Hall is going to be coming off the ACL injury they can ease him back in with Dalvin Cook in the lineup. Maybe Dalvin Cook has a couple good weeks to start the season. Brees Hall is only getting healthier as the season goes on. So at some point midway through the season, maybe things start tipping towards Brees Hall once he's, you know, ready to go and 100%. Dalvin Cook can still be that guy that spells him. Like if Brees Hall already wasn't going to get probably the workload that we wanted him to, to achieve that high upside that we saw last season, like bringing Dalvin Cook isn't going to change that. It might just allow him to come back better stronger and not rush back yeah so i don't think it would be that bad in the short term either so it's not a disaster if he goes to new york the only place i see it being a disaster is if he goes to the cowboys (laughs) agreed agreed because that would ruin tony pollard and yeah we can see cook getting goal line carries something that we desperately want Pollard to have this year so that he could return and be a top five fantasy running back this year you know yeah um yeah it would would be <laughs> exactly, exactly. Except Dalvin Cook is, I think, you know, not He's as washed better. as Zeke was. Yeah, yeah a no. little bit. <laughs> 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 